Hello, and welcome back to the Full Out Podcast. It's Sam, your host, and I am so pumped you are here. Today, we are diving into the energetics of a spending pause, the consciousness around choosing to prioritize where your money goes, becoming a stewardess of your money and the energy, the practical tools and tips behind it, and some really cool mindset work that you get to do. I am pumped about this training. And if you're interested in this type of work, keep your eyes peeled here. We've got some really, really exciting new things coming up in the full out world that you are definitely gonna wanna get your hands on. Mm, It's just so juicy and delicious. My friend, enjoy this podcast episode. Let me know what resonates. What do you wanna go deeper on? If If it really lands, feel free to share it with a friend. Take a screenshot, put it on Instagram and tag me. Let me know your biggest takeaway. And so much love to you. Let's dive in. Let's talk about money. Money is energy. It is frequency. We think about a $50 bill, a $100 bill, a dollar bill, and really all it is is matter. It is a piece of paper that we have assigned value to. We have assigned value to it, just as we have assigned value to gold or value to gemstones. We have assigned this value to this piece of paper when in actuality, it is energy. If we think about the actual money that's on this planet, that's in this country, it's all digital numbers in the cloud somewhere saying that you have X amount in your bank account or your savings account or your retirement account is not something that we can tangibly hold. So first and foremost, I want us to understand that money is energy and money is something that works in the quantum field. Now, If you are interested in this podcast episode, it might be because you are looking to expand your wealth mindset, or you are looking to expand the actual amount of money, the numbers, the energy that is in your space. Now, there are some teachers that say your self-worth equals your net worth. And for a long time, I really believed that this was true. But I feel like today, I like to say like thoughts of the day, thoughts du jour, thoughts of the day is that what if that's actually not true? What if you actually had incredible self-worth and you knew that you were capable and powerful and amazing? However, the thing that you are charging for, you don't believe that you have value yet. So we can play with what this means, this idea of what am I valuing? Do I value myself? Do I value my skills and my services? I think about when I first started coaching, I was new to the space. So I didn't value myself as highly in that space. So I didn't feel like it was appropriate to charge thousands of dollars at the time because I I didn't think that I had that value in that skill set. It didn't mean that my self-worth was necessarily low. Has it grown over the years? Absolutely, because I've continued to do the work. But I want to really create a little nuanced thought there for you that perhaps your net worth is congruent to your self-worth, but what if the only thing you needed to shift was really the value that you thought you brought? I believe that it's two different things. So I want to give you some backstories. I have done what I consider a spending pause two times. And the first one was last year leading up to the beginning of the new year. And I had gotten to a space where I was like, you know what? I just feel like I am freely spending 
And it's interesting because I actually had the biggest year in revenue last year that I've had ever in my business. And so it's not like I wasn't making money, but I didn't feel like I was spending in a way that I was conscious of. So this is really about conscious spending and conscious saving and conscious use and stewarding of the energy of money. That's what I'm going to call it. Stewarding of energy. And so last year I decided, you know what, I want to be really conscious about where I am putting my energy, AKA, where am I spending my money? You can do this through the lens of where am I spending my energy with my relationships or where am I spending my energy in my business or where am I spending my energy in my health or not spending energy in my health. But for the sake of today and money, I was looking at, wow, I was buying all sorts of shit on Amazon. I was hanging out with a friend who was really, really big on fashion and design and accessories. And so she'd be like, oh, you need to buy these shoes. Oh, you should buy this dress. And I'd be like, yeah, of course I do. And so I would just start spending and spending and spending. Now, what's interesting is that that spending of on money, on clothing, on workout clothes, on accessories, on hats, on jewelry is actually not a core value of mine. It's not uh, in alignment with what I really desire. And so it was a really good moment for me to step back and pause. And I, I made a pact with myself and I told my partner and I actually told my sister that I was going to go on a, pen, a spending pause just to the end of the year. And what I would pause the spending on was going to be any of those clothing items, accessories, workout clothes, shoes, anything that um, was extra that I didn't actually need in the moment. And I felt incredible last year and I didn't really think much about it other than like, oh, that was fun. And that was a great experiment. And I love this. This is awesome. And then flash forward six months later, I found myself going, oh, you know what? I feel like I'm doing that thing again. And this is one of those beautiful things in personal development. We think we heal something. We think we transmute something. We think we grow through something and it comes back and sneaks back in some way, shape or form. And so this summer I found that I was doing the thing again. I found that I was spending lots of extra money on matcha lattes out and about. I was spending lots of extra money on smoothies and excess things that I didn't necessarily need or didn't necessarily bring me joy. They were out of ease or out of exhaustion or out of hunger or out of these lower states of consciousness versus an expanded state of consciousness and a conscious choice. And so that is one of our first big distinctions is when you are spending, can you become aware of what state, what emotional state and what energetic state you are in when you are spending. And where I decided to pause was the spending from the state of any sort of low vibration. So I still teach at the gym a couple classes a week as I love connecting with my women in person. I love having the gym membership. I love being in community. And it's one of those ways that I like to really be in community, even though my business is like, rocking and rolling. I don't necessarily need to work at the gym, but it lights me up. I love teaching a spin class Sunday morning. It's like church for me. So what started happening is that every Sunday I would just roll out of bed and I'd get to the gym and I'd be like, oh gosh, I didn't eat. I need to buy a smoothie. Now the smoothie at the gym is great and awesome. Tastes great. However, I was making this choice from a state of being a little tired, 
being a little hungry because I didn't prep. And it started becoming a habit that I wasn't aware of. I looked at also when I would be out and about and be exhausted. So I would just need to grab food. And a lot of times those grabbing of the food weren't high level nourishing foods that were going to be in alignment with my fitness goals, my health goals, or my money goals. And so I started realizing, Ooh, I got to shift into the higher states of consciousness. Same thing. Can we be really real for a second? Same thing with those Amazon spendings. You guys, Amazon has made it so easy for you to charge things to your account. It's literally a one click. And so when we are not using physical money, we become less conscious. So I want you to really, I'm not going to want you, I'm going to invite you into being really aware of when are you just hitting click because it feels good. We're getting that dopamine hit because we like need to buy something or we want to buy something, but it's not actually in alignment. And so looking at on that vibrational scale, am I choosing from a place of exhaustion, of wanting to self-soothe, of wanting to feel not lonely, of wanting to feel full, of wanting to change our emotional state? Or are we choosing from a state of consciousness of this purchase lights me up and it's in alignment with my goals? This is a full body Fuck yes, it's only going to add to my life and help me grow. And I got really real with myself and some of my Amazon spending, my matcha lattes, my smoothies, some of the meals out, even like Carlos and I would, you know, get a meal from it. We have a sushi place we love, and then we have like subpar sushi. And I'm like, why are we even going to subpar sushi? Like it's a little less expensive, but it doesn't taste good. What are we doing here? So we really started creating some awareness around this. And so that is like piece number one is what state are you choosing from high vibration or low vibration? And part two of that is, am I choosing out of abundance or am I choosing because I want to change my state? When we think about how we are changing states, the, the habits and behaviors that don't serve us might look like drinking or numbing out with social media or smoking or doing drugs or avoiding or wanting to change the state. So you add alcohol in to quote unquote, increase your energy or increase your state. These are not conscious choices that are going to serve the higher vision. So being really, really clear, do I want to buy this thing because it's going to make me feel good and I'm desiring an uh, emotional state change, or am I buying this because it's expansive? So really, really big distinctions there. We want to look at awareness and that's what this is. Awareness. Is this in alignment with my vision? And you might not even have a vision. So right now that is another great step and tool to take is what is my money vision? What do I want to create in my life? What do I want to see in my bank accounts? What do I want for investments? What do I want to purchase? What is my big long-term vision with my finances? And how does this interact with my relationship? So I'm thinking about like travel. I'm thinking about, you know, date nights. How does your financial vision connect with your relationship? How does your financial vision connect to your health? Are you investing in a gym membership? Are you investing in organic foods? Are you choosing from a place that's going to be in alignment with your health goals? 
We also get to look at where you want to be financially. So am I looking at investments? Like, do I want to buy a house? Do I want to, um, invest in a boat? Do I want to invest in like, what are those things that you desire? Now it's really, really, really important that you choose from a place of vision that is in alignment with you, not with what you think people expect from you, not with what you think your family expects from you or what you think you should be doing. This is really about what feels in alignment to you. Some people will never buy a house because they don't really desire to buy a house. And that's beautiful. Some people want to travel because that's what lights them up. Whereas other people have zero desire to travel. Can that be perfect? Whatever it is that's right for you, that's true for you. So being really, really aware when you're creating your vision for your finances, for your future, that this is based on you, your heart, your soul, before you think about your family, before you think about what is your partner going to think before you think about what does your family expect from you? This is about you and really allow this to be soul led. So when we're looking at awareness, the other thing I like to really look at, and this is another thing that you could literally do right now is go print out last month's bank statement and credit card statement. And you're going to take a green highlighter and a red highlighter. And this is for all my like color-coded people who love this, or you can just take a pen and I invite you to look at every transaction and feel in your body. Is this expansive or is this constrictive? Is this constricting? And you might ask your body. And you'll either feel an expansion in your body, like, oh yeah, I'm so glad I spent money on that. That was amazing. Or you might feel the like, oh shit, why did I spend another $13 on another smoothie? Like why? If you are not in touch with your body, a really good way to feel this just intuitively is to feel into, okay, is this a red highlight where like, oh, I don't want to do that again. Or is this a green highlight? Like, yes, this is just adding to my abundance. So intuitively you're already going to know, but you can tap into your body to feel that what feels constricting and what feels expanding, looking at all of your charges from the last month. So again, we're creating awareness from awareness. Then we can choose differently if we if we want to, if it's an alignment. So for my spending pause, I looked at the previous month's spending and I looked at where was I spending in a place that felt really restrictive to me? And where was I spending from a place that felt juicy and expansive? Now expansive doesn't necessarily mean it feels good. And I want to, I want to really go get, get clear on this one, because I think this is important. Expansive can also feel fucking uncomfortable. So as I was looking at my list of things that I had spent money on and and where I was going, I got really clear that the things that did not feel in alignment, that felt restrictive, that felt like, oh, why, why am I spending money on this? Were a couple dinners out that were like, "Mm, not needed and like, not very good. Um, things that also didn't feel great were those extra smoothies, were those extra matcha lattes, were the extra coffees, were the extra things that didn't really build me up or build my life force energy. 
But now here's the interesting piece. I know without a shadow of a doubt that investing in myself feels fucking expansive and it can also feel fucking scary. And if you're not clear of this differentiation between expansive and stretchy versus constrictive and restricting, you might mistake them. You might think shit, investing 10 K or 15 K or 20 K into myself or my business or my health. That actually feels horrible when really it's going to be the thing that is going to shift that area of your life. So I want to be really, really clear. My friends that expansive can also feel scary. And I'm going to be totally real for you with you. And that once I started my spending pause, I actually spent more money in the following month than I have probably like the last couple months because I invested in two masterminds. I re-upped with my current coach and I was, these are like big, big, big investments. However, they felt so clean and clear and expansive for me. And what I got to clean up were those mindless little Amazon transactions that in the long run, do I really need that like random t-shirt thing, you know, that I'm going to wear for a couple months and then probably throw away or, or donate to Goodwill. So a spending pause is not about saving all the money and hoarding all the money and, and trying to hold on to money. It's about being consciously aware of where your money is going. So let's talk about saving. And I like to do this exercise with the women in my mastermind. And that is a love letter to money. If we look at money as energy, can you envision money and your relationship to money as a romantic relationship? Can you imagine if your partner and lover treated you in the way that some people treat money? I'm going to hoard you. I'm going to save you. I'm never going to take you out. I'm never going to spoil you. I am going to put you in one bank account and I'm going to hide you there. And I'm just going to get more and more and more and more and more of you. And you're going to be locked away in that closet, in that bank account, never to be seen again. Would that feel good? Would that feel absolutely horrible? But what if your relationship with money was, I am going to love you. I am going to honor you. I'm going to be so grateful for you. When I bring you into my space, I'm going to love you. And I'm also going to bless you as you go out into the world and do all of the good things that you are meant to do. And we're going to have this trust in one another. We're going to have this faith in one another that there's always going to be more of our love. There's always going to be more of our energy. And we're going to be great stewardesses of our energy together. We're going to be clear when we're going on date night. We're going to be clear when we're traveling. We're going to be clear when we're investing. And we're also going to not do that in a way that's going to feel restrictive. We're also going to be really conscious of the energy and the vibration that we share with one another. We're not going to make choices out of fear or make choices out of hunger or wanting to change our emotional states. No, we are going to be conscious and we're going to be a deep, deep, deep love, deep, deep, deep bliss, deep, deep, deep gratitude in this give and take this love and expansion energy. Do you feel that difference? But I want you to be really honest with yourself. How are you treating money now? Are you hoarding her? 
and just saving, 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 saving so that you're not actually spending and enjoying your life. Or are you doing the opposite? Anytime you make money, you're just sending it out, sending it out, sending it out, sending it out. So you have nothing left over and you're feeling stressed out. Or maybe you're the other person who's just completely blocking money from coming in. You're blocking love from coming in. You're blocking energy from coming in because you don't think you're worthy or you don't value yourself or you don't think that you get to have money based on societal, cultural, ancestral stories. Or maybe you're one of those people that gets the bills in the mail and you just put that envelope on the table and you just kind of cover it with other papers and then it gets hidden and you never look at it. And you're just afraid. You're afraid to see the bill. You're afraid to look at your bank account. You're afraid to look at it because you don't want to see it. You stick your head in the sand. What if you were in relationship with that, with someone that just kept pushing you to the side, pushing you to the side, ignoring you, pushing you to the side? So I think that this exercise is so fucking powerful because we get to be in relationship with our money. And this speaks to awareness. This speaks to conscious choice. This speaks to who we get to be in the relationship, how we get to take ownership. This speaks to faith over fear. This speaks to so many different aspects of money. So if we can see money as a relationship, mm, that's where we really start to shift things. So I bring this back to the spending pause. It's really about the conscious choice, right? Now, if you want to create a spending pause, I would invite you into number one, what's my vision? What do I want to see from this? Where do I want to go with this? How do I want to become conscious in this? Number two, put a time frame on it. For the next two months or the next 30 days, I am going to do a spending pause or a spending freeze where I'm going to be conscious of every choice. I'm going to feel what feels expansive. I'm going to feel what feels restricting. And I'm going to make choices from faith, from my higher self. So the questions you ask yourself is, am I spending from fear or faith? Am I spending from my human egoic self? Or am I spending from my higher self? Am I spending from lower vibration or high vibration? We get to look at what's the deeper work around what money means to me. What does it mean for me to put something on a credit card? What does it mean for me to have X amount in my bank account? Now, a lot of times we there's a lot of fear around credit cards and there's a lot of fear around a certain amount in the bank account because we create these stories that zero credit card debt means I'm successful. But there are times when leveraging your debt, leveraging your credit cards can actually be very fucking expansive, AKA investing in a mastermind, investing in a coach, investing in property, investing in something that is going to bring back that energy, bring that that money in multiples. I had a a friend and coach share with me. She's like, what if you looked at the credit card CC actually as cosmic currency? And that just felt so good to me. If I can trust that this cosmic currency, as I put it out, is going to come back to me when I am a, a responsible steward of my money. Oh God, it feels so good. So that actually putting something on a credit card becomes empowering. And this is what I did when I invested in my masterminds. I was like, yes, cosmic currency. I'm setting my intention for what I'm calling it over the next six months. And I am in leadership and power and ownership 
of my energetic resources. I think this other piece of needing a certain amount in a bank account to feel safe is another story. I need X amount in my account, or it means I'm a failure, or it means I'm not successful, or it means X, Y, Z. If money is energy, then that means that all we have to do is open up our abundance channels so that it can come in. It means from an energetic and spiritual level that we get to release the stories that are keeping us stuck. We get to release the low vibration in our energetic field that's keeping money from coming in and we get to heal any leaks. And that's really what this spending pause is. It's healing and cleaning up the leaks. What are the energy leaks? What are the money leaks that I'm not aware of that I get to close up? And that might look like subscription apps, like on your phone, if you go to subscriptions and you literally like look at those, you'll be surprised. Oh my gosh, I'm spending $3 here and $7 there and 99 cents there. What? Why am I still spending money on those things? And that's where the credit card statement really helps. Cleaning up your energetic leaks. We know this from an energetic standpoint in our schedules, in our relationships, in our fitness, in all of these ways, we know that energetic leaks don't serve us. And looking at those, cleaning up those energetic leaks in your finances will 1000% serve you. But doing the emotional work around, what am I allowing this to mean? Am I putting people on pedestals that I think make more than me? Am I putting people on pedestals that have X, Y, Z. And so we think that financially they're in a different state that they are. I lived in LA for a long time and it was this fascinating thing where the people that had actual, actual wealth would walk around in fucking sweatpants and no makeup and look like regular old Joe Schmoes. And then there would be these people, some specifically, I'm thinking of some actors that would show up in their hot car and they ballet and behind the scenes, they're living in a shoebox or they're still living at home with their mom. And so this is a reminder, number one, that your energetic vision for your finances gets to be whatever's true for you. But two, that what you see isn't always what you get and that you get to release any judgment any comparison, because you actually have no idea what someone's actual financial situation is. And this is when you get to be really, really mindful. And I'm going to say discerning of who you take money advice from. Who do you take money advice from? And this does not just mean that you call the financial planner and you're like, okay, you must know more than me. You still, at the end of the day, get to check in with you because ultimately you know what's best for you. You know, you can feel it. You can feel it in your body. So even though a financial planner might tell you to do X, Y, Z, you might know energetically like, no, I actually know what I'm supposed to do. And you always come back to your inner compass, your inner, inner guidance system, knowing what's true for you and knowing, am I choosing from programming or am I choosing from my higher self? So when we talk about all of these concepts, there is no right or wrong. And if you've been listening to me for a while, you know, I talk about this all the time. There is no right or wrong way. There is no right or wrong way. It's what's going to be expansive for you. I was talking to a client about this. Actually, we were, we were talking and this is why I'm doing this podcast. Cause she was like, Oh, Sam, like I need, I need to know more about this why I'm doing this training. And it was interesting because she was talking about grocery shopping and food prepping. 
and like some of her personal care products. And she's like, you know, I really need to eat and use all of the food that I have first. And then I'm going to spend this money on more like nourishing and, and more expansive food. And I told her my experience of that too, was I used to get this story a lot from people when I was in the network marketing space and I was selling skincare and, and, um, protein products is that a lot of people go, Oh, well, I got to use what I have first. And sometimes this is expansive. Sometimes it's, yes, I am excited to complete and finish everything that I have here. And then I'm going to make a joyous full body fuck yes decision in investing in myself in this way. For me personally, when I was shifting out of my toxic products and into my non-toxic products, it felt way more restrictive and uncomfortable if I had to use the things that I knew I didn't want to use before I quote unquote allowed myself to buy the things that were going to actually raise my vibration. So for me, what felt more expansive was actually throwing out a bunch of that stuff and purchasing the new stuff immediately. And I bring this up because I want to show you how there is no right or wrong. Again, follow your own inner compass. Follow your own inner compass. Sometimes spending is what is going to be expansive. And sometimes saving is going to be more expansive. It's really about what are you prioritizing and what is going to be in alignment with your vision. Vision, 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 vision. Yeah. Priorities are your priorities in alignment with your goals. And then with all of this information, you get to take action moving forward. And I'm going to invite you into conscious action. So if we break down the emotional, we're looking at our stories. We're looking at what we learned about money growing up. We're looking about where am I self-sabotaging? Where am I not listening to myself? Where am I outsourcing my power to other gurus, other people and other places and things that actually don't feel in alignment? When we're looking at energetics, it's really about where am I spending from? What is the energy I'm spending from? Looking at money as an energy, as a relationship and really healing that relationship. When we look at the practical we're looking at printing out the bank statement, looking at what feels good and what doesn't feel good, and then making a conscious choice with a timeline for what are my goals moving forward and how am I going to do that? How am I actually going to do that? Now, I know some people absolutely love budgets and there's a ton of different ways to do budgets. I will tell you that that does not work for me. Budgets feel very restrictive to me, just like my old, like former counting my macros, counting my calories, all that. No fucking way. If I've got to count every calorie, or if I've got to count every macro, or if I've got to count every dollar bill and cent that comes in or goes out, I'm not going to do it. It feels fucking horrible. So I want to say that if you love budgets, great, go do a budget. If you hate budgets, great, don't do a budget. And if you're not going to do a budget, look at what your current spending is, look at what your current income is, and look at where any incongruencies are and see how you can close up those energy leaks. The last piece I'll say here is I remember when I was moving from my apartment in Pasadena, California, out to the beach. I moved to Manhattan Beach after a breakup in 2020. And I remember going from, a very affordable apartment to something that was really stretchy for me. 
And it was really interesting because I knew deep down inside that stepping into that apartment that overlooked the beach, that was spacious and airy where I could watch the sunsets every day was going to expand my capacity to make more money. That wasn't logical. I couldn't tell you that when I moved into that apartment, that my business was going to triple or expand. I couldn't tell you that I was going to heal in that apartment. I couldn't tell you that I was going to find a new version of myself in that apartment. It was not logical. A financial planner actually told me not to get that apartment and said it was out of my budget, out of my, you know, current income. And I knew my higher self knew, and with faith, I knew that putting myself in that situation was going to expand me beyond what I could possibly imagine. This is how I feel with every mastermind coaching program, et cetera. And because I followed my gut, I saw incredible, incredible results from living in that space. So I really want to invite you into doing what is best for you, doing what feels good for you. As long as you are being conscious, responsible, and in ownership of all of your choices, my loves, I am happy to answer any and all questions on this idea of energetics behind a spending pause, prioritizing your money, prioritizing your financial plans so that you can create the life that you desire. So if you have questions, send me a DM at Samantha Joe Harvey, send me an email, Sam at SamanthaJoeHarvey.com. I would love to dive in further. And I so appreciate you being here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me. If today's podcast inspired you in any way, we would love your support in spreading the word. Please subscribe, rate, and review, and let the other queens in your life know that they are also worthy of living life full out. If you want to continue the conversation, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram or Facebook at Samantha Joe Harvey. Have a fabulous day, and I'll see you next time.